Hi everyone, a massive warm welcome to today's Monday market update. I'm pretty buoyed after that weekend that we had. We had a big move in risk markets and then we had everything retrace essentially back to the beginning. So pretty wild. Wasn't exactly the volatility that we were expecting. I know last week we talked about the volatility index and how it was uh, really uh, constricting Bitcoin's uh, volatility in terms of we just haven't seen these really tremendous moves to the upside or downside. So after a certain amount of time, if you chart it, it tells you that we are due for a massive move. Still nothing just yet, but uh, I don't know if it's going to be too positive if I'm honest, just looking at the charts and based on the macro. If we move into uh, the charts just quickly, I wanted to just touch on the US dollar, so the DXY, which is uh, the US dollar weighted or compared against a basket of other fiat currencies. Now in the world right now, those fiat currencies are getting absolutely smashed. I don't know if you've checked the Aussie dollar lately, but it is getting killed. So the dollar is continuing to rise and rise and rise against those other currencies as long as they're tightening the monetary supply by raising interest rates in the US. And uh, places like Australia, we're just not raising interest rates hard enough to keep up uh, with that uh, with that US dollar. So hopefully that explains a few things on why the DXY just continues to power higher. And if I'm looking at the US dollar chart, it actually is starting to look a little bit toppy to me. But um, having sort of looked at the macro um, quite a bit over these last few months, uh, it just, it, it, the technicals matter very, very little in this environment because if every nation on earth is selling US treasury bonds or whatever they can get their hands on within their government coffers to buy more US dollars, to pay those higher interest rates on their debt, on their trade, then a technical chart really doesn't matter. But if I'm looking at this as a, say, a crypto chart, I'm seeing a lower high there. I'm seeing momentum really trailing, trailing off in this chart. But I could point to numerous occasions back previously when we've seen those drop-offs in the same momentum in those same tops. Not saying this this may not be a top, this could be, uh, but just pointing out there uh, that this is an entirely different base. And this is why you need to have at least, at least a surface level understanding of the macro just to know uh, the dynamics at play here. On the right-hand side, we've got the US government 10-year bond. Now, the dollar and bond yields are moving or screaming higher together. Crypto and risk markets will not see purple patches, you know, bull runs, alt seasons until these do reverse. And if you read our newsletter uh, at the end of last month, you'd know we gave you those three indicators that you just need to watch for to have confidence in moving back into this market heavily. There are tremendous opportunities in this market right now, but have confidence that we're going to, you know, do a full reverse into a, you know, a, a more of a bull phase, then this is what we need to see. We need to see yields and the dollar turn around. Um, that's exactly what needs to happen. And Because yields going higher kills risk, um, people taking risks in the market. They essentially want to sit really hard in US dollars in safety. They do not want to uh, go anywhere. They're even selling US Treasury bonds. So that's a pretty uh, risky sign. If the US heads into a recession, then we likely see capital move back into bonds for that uh, longer term safe haven and capture some of those yields. And then you'll get the full turn in the other direction. And risk will be far more attractive. So uh, that is just a high level. Don't want to get too much into the weeds. I probably have already. Um, if we look at the S&P 500 futures, yeah, pretty concerning if you ask me. You can very much see we've been in this constant downtrend. Why we look at the S&P 500 futures, it is uh, the risk market to watch and it will uh, lead on to Bitcoin. If this market is feeling confident, if this market is moving higher, crypto will as well. Uh, if we have a look here and why I'm not too confident and why people got really bullish um, after the CPI print was 
this massive candle here, which you know, we had the drop underneath, that's fine. But when we started to look like we we're breaking down, you see on this candle here, we had a huge buy of 6%. Now, this strikes me as a bit of a bear trap or large players trying to cover their shorts, which does happen. But what happened? It rallied straight into this horizontal. Then we had a bit of a push higher above this key floor and then heavily sold into essentially most of this move up has been a raise. See this red candle here. Now we've opened down here, it looks pretty horrible uh, at the bottom of this volume area. So, I mean, you could look at the RSI, but to me, what is low hanging fruit, this COVID stimulus wipeout box. So uh, if we're looking at this, this seems very much on the cards, lower 3000s, 3200, something like that, seems very much in play. And I think if we go to the weekly, we're probably on the 200 week moving average right here. You break through that, we're in a struggle town. And again, you, we, okay, it looks like we're pretty much broken underneath it. Yeah, so we're starting to verge underneath. We really want to get back above it, or this is all in play down here. And that would mean likely another leg down for crypto and Bitcoin. So please keep that in mind and just don't get FOMO um, in green candles, especially in this bearish environment. Uh, we'll have bear market rallies. We'll have, uh, you know, bulls gain a bit of favor, liquidation shorts, but overall, the trend needs to change. We're just not seeing that just yet. All right, this is for the bull. So this is the one year hodl wave. So coins being held for one year above. They're essentially at a record high. So I looked at just before, I think it was 60, 66%, around 66, 64%. Uh, but that is a record high of um, a surplus of people holding their Bitcoin for one year or above. Now, historically, whenever we've seen a peak in that or highs in that, uh, we have seen the bottom in this market. You can see when we were last year at a high at around about 59%, we got to these sort of levels. Uh, we were in this bottoming phase. Not saying we've reached a bottom, but we're generally in a bottoming phase. So very, very interesting when we're on the opposite and uh, let's say the one-year holders and then decreasing because they've moved all their coins, not all of them, but some of their coins to exchanges to take profits, to sell. When you do that uh, as an investor, uh, we're generally at peaks and you can see a big trough. So they really trailed off and they went from say 60% down to 40%. Overall, the trend is just moving higher. We're seeing higher records. So it's only a matter of time before this market does bottom based on many other metrics, but this one has been reasonably accurate over the journey uh, in terms of these peaks and troughs. Peaks and troughs plays out time and time again over the longer period of time if you are a patient investor. All right, Bitcoin. This is why I'm a little bit worried for, for bulls because this to me looks like a bit of a descending triangle where you see the, the bottom here, bang, 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 bang. It's weaker every single time it gets hit. You could argue that this is a, a, a floor, a bottom that started at 17,500. Sure, we tried to get back down a bit lower, haven't been able to do it. We've just come back above the 0.786, I believe. Um, yeah, so we're underneath it finding resistance underneath that previous major support. This is not the kind of area you want to be flirting underneath. See this blue line, the 21 moving average, we're underneath that, we're retesting, we're below the 0.786 uh, and we're really close to a floor, which we do not want to lose. Yes, you could argue that this trend line, we've broken it, we're back on top of it and we could scroll higher, absolutely. Uh, but overall, this trend doesn't look great. When you look back at a previous time when we saw volatility this low in this market was essentially back uh, from, yeah, so we had the 2017 highs into 2018. And then as we were just looking for the bottom, it just wasn't coming. We thought, what could we have it up? We could have it down, you know, we just give us something. Um, it's just bouncing. You see the momentum bouncing, bouncing, getting weaker and weaker and weaker until it essentially 
flatlined. Now, the market is in a different state, more mature, different dynamics at play, larger investors around looking for, for these sort of moves. So uh, I don't know, and I don't think it's going to play out exactly the same again, but it could. You can see we're in 2019, or 2018 rather, we broke out of this, this triangle, the trend line, like we've done now, and then boom, that was just before we had that huge explosion volatility to the downside. And we went down about 55% at its low, which is just insane. So 6,300 down to you know, 3,300 doesn't, or 3,000 doesn't sound like much, but that's like 55% drawdown at the time. So if we have something like that, that would be, you know, 12, 10,000 from here, you know, something like that. So just keep that in mind, be aware that the in indications are that, you know, the bias is on the bears. The trend is your friend until the end, until we see a, a move above you know, uh, 20,500 to assure that this trend has moved higher in line with uh, volume profiles and different things that we're watching, then you cannot be confident um, that we're, we're out of this little area and then we can move back onto the 200 moving average. But right now, this looks like a descending triangle which generally breaks to the downside uh, by continuing the trend. Now, not all the time, but the uh, percentages statistically are skewed that way. So you want to follow the trend in these sort of situations. Uh, two cryptos that just don't look very good at all. Uh, one I just want to highlight is Solana, really popular large layer one um, high market cap coin. It's looking very similar to Cardano did uh, a few weeks back where it, it was in this descending triangle. Again, just descending triangles are everywhere. And in bear markets, they are kryptonite uh, to bulls. So uh, you see this, the bounce on the bottom, the come up test, come underneath, up, 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 and then you have the break beneath. That is not a good sign. And we're seeing uh, us just come back underneath that previous support, now turn resistance. This looks like it could fall down pretty hard. And if you just have a look at um, ADA, so Cardano, we had the exact same thing happen. We started in our danger zone for last uh, last week or the week before, would you believe, because of this same pattern. And you can see the enormous drop uh, that fell off after that. And I'll just to highlight that, down about 18%. So uh, these patterns generally play like that. And then you'll see that, that downward flush. And whether that's the bottom, I'm not sure. It doesn't look like it. I think the bottom of that range is, is fairly good. XRP as well. I know it's another favorite of everyone. It's been a cherry ripe for a couple of weeks, but it just didn't have the follow through we wanted to see um, for this next wave up. It tried. And you can see there it bounced, it went straight into this previous invalidation level. We couldn't break above that. Then it's it's now a bear and it's fallen beneath it. Wick, 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 wick. And now it's falling away in line with the RSI. Momentum is completely trailing away. Uh, this 200 moving average is, is probably next for it. It just doesn't want to lose um, any more of these key levels, uh, these key horizontals uh, on this chart. You know, you just don't want to lose that uh, and that 200, which confluence because there's a big volume pocket. And after that, it's probably dropping all the way down to yellow line, 12%, maybe a little bit lower. I'd probably say this is probably more likely after that. But just some big cryptos that have had, um, or XRP has had a bit of a run recently into the CPI. Uh, be careful with those ones because they've run a bit harder. They've got a bit more liquidity on top of it. And, you know, not a lot of buyers are coming in right now to sustain that. So you've got to be very, very careful. If you're a trader, you look at this and think, gee, some of these are looking pretty good for a short. Okay, guys, um, have a wonderful day. And before I sign off, I completely forgot. Joe and I uh, have filmed our quarterly session. We'll let you know how to access that. We're going to release that fairly soon within the next week or so. It's a huge episode. We'll give you uh, three crypto picks that we're super bullish on. So um, 
yeah, pay attention for that. Also, masterminds, we have our trading session every single Thursday. That starts this week. I cannot wait. Steve is going to be hosting that. So, uh, yeah, look forward to that. If you're not a client and you want to get involved, get interested, talk to the team, and we'll take it from there. All right, guys, have a wonderful day. Ta, bye.